We're having such a fun time today on 9409 KLTY. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're having a great morning, why don't you call us and let us know? Okay, that's going to be 1-800-449-949, just like the radio station. <laughs> tell us how God's blessed your morning today. Tell us what he's been doing in your heart, and tell us how crazy of a morning you have. Good Lord, he gives and he takes away, so maybe maybe <laughs> something good came out of something bad. Let us know. Call us. Enjoy the music. <laughs> Talk to the Nerd, a podcast about the hobbies your heart most desires. My name is Ryan Hall. And my name is Richard Lasco. Holy shit, your microphone's up. Ha. All right. I'm just stopping you. I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I meant that just happened. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 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 I guess I gotta eat my mic. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, that sentence did, that did not happen. From? That was just Where did a sentence. That come from? What the hell, Richard? I don't know. That's not how I meant it. To sound. Oh my gosh. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, uh, we are shedding. Wait, we are shedding <laughs> time. Huh. We are shedding negativity. Ah, <laughs> uh, I sound so new age right now. You, yeah. Just, <laughs> have you? <laughs> I need my amethyst, my pearl, <laughs> my sapphires. They need to be placed in a five star, five point star, (laughs) and light some candles and incense. Gosh, and we're just gonna feel. Let's flow in. We're gonna feel zen today. We're just gonna take deep. Everybody, just take a deep. Everybody, take a deep (sighs) breath inside, in through the nostrils, and out over your tongue, through your teeth, and out your lips. Oh my gosh! What a fantastic episode to start the month with! Oh my gosh! Oh, listeners, I hope y'all are having as much fun as we are right now. You're not. Oh you're goodness. not. But the hope is there. <laughs> All right. Oh, my oh, gosh. Hello, everybody. Oh, man. Oh, wow. I, I just... Wow. That's the episode. Yeah. I'm going home. <laughs> you are home. Dead gummit. Uh, All right. But, 
Yeah, Holy you started crap. playing a new video game yesterday. I did. I did. Yeah, tell us about that. I started playing a game that's been out since 2013, except they re-released it. It's like, well, why would you just replay it? <laughs> okay, okay, I want you to sit down and talk to yourself. How many times have you re-downloaded Skyrim, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> don't, yes. don't, don't. But really? <laughs> <laughs> they come out with a new edition every two years. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> the only difference is last time is they added fishing and 50 other mods that people wanted in it. So. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong though <laughs> I do need to go play Skyrim no it's called the Stanley Parable except this one's the Ultra Edition or whatever yeah Um. until you find Stanley Edition 2 which is also in there <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's the real title it's the Stanley Parable 2 it's just Stanley Parable with a bucket <laughs> I'm not going to give... I don't want to give too uh, much away about the game. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away about the game, but if you play... It's been out since 2013, so I could talk about the first one. Okay. The Stanley Parable is amazing. Richard showed it to me back in 2016, 2017. Yeah. And it's basically you are an office worker who is just click-clacking away, and that's all you do every day of every month of every year. Then you notice that nobody's in the building. Uh, it, the narrator is telling you where to go the entire time. And it, you can follow through and you go to the meeting. No one's the meeting room. No one's there. You go to the boss's room. No one's there. The narrator says that Stanley would never know that the password was this. And then I, you know, you enter the password, you go through and you realize that there's this gigantic mind control room. And you turn it off, and then there's this huge door that opens up, and you go out to freedom, and then the game ends. Or does it? The game restarts for you, and then you can go wherever. There's different things that you could do. So you come. one of the biggest decisions that people make is whether you go to the door on the left or the door on the right. The narrator tells you that Stanley walked through the door on the left, but if you go to the right... There's a lot of different things. There, it, It's a whole other option that has like multiple different options in it. Because you could go down the right side, take a left, and go back through the meeting room. Why would you go back? I did it. I'm <laughs> just all. kidding. I did too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, it is it is a really funny game. And it's this entertaining, like, tongue-in-cheek, like... The narrator breaks the fourth wall all the time. He's and always he's talking British. to the audience. And he's very just like mm-hmm. his very dry, sarcastic sense of humor sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And it's just this very entertaining. I don't know. It, it's, it is a commentary on video games and also culture and life. and it, But it's also really just funny and, and so. Yeah. It's so entertaining because of all the way that it, it, it pokes fun at everything. It pokes fun at video games, pokes fun at office work yes fun at people both yes fun at psychology it's it's hilarious. it's a very psychological game there are no horror elements in it whatsoever unless you're ryan on, well, <laughs> well i mean here's the thing it is not a horror game but because you are in a building that is completely empty it is eerie as hell yeah like i tried to get my wife to play it but it was like 10 30 at night and she got through the first story, story and a half, and she said, I don't want to play this anymore. 
had to have her play it during the day because yeah. it's eerie because it's an empty building and the narrator is the only thing you hear and it just makes it that much weirder. But it's yeah. so it's so good. It's so good. It's very funny. It was so funny though. He was playing, and we yeah, were watching. We, yeah, I was playing I was on watching, Discord. I was watching him play, and he was he was streaming it on on Discord. So I was watching it there. And as he's playing, someone walked up behind him. Oh my god! Jump scared him so hard, and it was so funny. We don't have to talk about that. This when I say this man <laughs> screamed so loud. I did not scream. It was a manly what? Manly what? Call. <laughs> or C A W L. It was like if a raven was masculine and sure. screamed. Sure. Uh this this man was was very well. Apparently, it, it was, was my it was funny. my roommate, and she had been talking to me, I guess, for the past twenty seconds. And then she said something. I was like, "There is someone behind me," <laughs> and I turned and saw her, and just about jumped through the ceiling. It was so funny. It was not. It was It was in the middle of like this dark hallway. And then I turn and she's there behind me. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. All right. Well, do we have a question today? Yeah, we do. We have a question. We do. Okay. Dear Richard. What? What's wrong with you? Nothing. The end. I, I'm so confused. I was going to respond. <laughs> I was going to. And then you kept going. And I was like, wait. What? <laughs> Nothing wrong with me? What? Nah. Nah. Poe I mean, Buddy's nerfed. Yes. There's a lot of stuff that's wrong with me. <laughs> I'm crazy. Wow. You've entered a philosophical state that I am now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So uh, we did get an email, right? We got an email. Is this from email or is this from... We do. Also, if you listen to last week's episode... Um, 25.1 we mentioned banjo jokes and how confusing they were oh, we yeah. did get an email explaining banjo jokes I saw that so quick. I'm gonna read that <laughs> so from Rosin <laughs> okay looks like I got I get to explain banjo jokes oh he he seems excited my musical upbringing was primarily bluegrass. Bluegrass is great. I could go off on a whole tangent about how my bluegrass background has been foundational to my development as a musician, but we're not here for that. We're here for banjo jokes. <laughs> I love you, Ross. I love you so much, Ross. <laughs> Banjos are cool. <laughs> they are. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's just the it's the nature of the email. I love it. Banjos are cool. I really enjoy listening to somebody play a banjo well. Same. Uh, but for some reason, the bluegrass community has decided the banjos are hilarious, and any joke about how bad they are is automatically funny. No, you know what's funny? Banjo jokes were not funny to me until Roz started talking about how much he loved banjos. That's funny to me. Yeah. In a in a very innocent, wholesome, I love that he loves banjos kind of way. Yeah, he's not, we're not making fun of you, I swear. But it's great. It's so great. Um, Kind of like lawyers, blondes, or your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, how long does it take to tune a banjo? Nobody knows. It's never been done. The joke is that banjos are always out of tune because they are bad. Here are a few other examples. What's the difference between a banjo player and a puppy? Everybody loves a puppy. What is the <laughs> what is the definition of perfect pitch? You toss a banjo into a dumpster without hitting any of the sides. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the context, it's very funny. What you- <laughs> he made banjo jokes funny for me. What's that? What's the difference between a banjo and an onion? You gotta say it for me because I know you know this. You get come on. What's the difference between What's the difference between a banjo and an onion? Uh, <laughs> Nobody cries when you cut an onion. <laughs> Nobody cries when you cut up an onion. I wonder if he meant nobody cries when you cut up a banjo. I don't know. <laughs> uh, There's a crap ton of them on this site, and he includes a site, and I will be putting that site in the description below. Hope that clears things up a little, Rosin. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh well we've hit our 14 minute mark which means it's time to go into a question <laughs> <laughs> our question today comes from the same person rosin okay thanks rosin you get a double whammy today <laughs> dude okay so he is one of our top question askers yes rosin. we need we need to give him a title yeah I know, again, stealing this from the McElroys, just a little bit. Just a little bit. But they're a huge inspiration, so, you know. Well, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you come up with this. What, what, what is, what, what's the term? It's, it's, um, not, is it mockery is the highest form of flattery? Uh, mimicry. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, this is me being flattering towards the McElroys, but, yeah, we need to, um. Yeah. We need to come up with a title, the, um. The question... No, we'll figure it out later. I'm not going <laughs> to... I started going, and I was like, no, this... No, no. Let, let, but you, don't worry, Rosin. Ryan will come up with one for you. Me? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Hey, I've already got bits. <clears throat> I've already got stuff. All right, I'll give a suggestion you now, and then at random points, I will give more suggestions. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. <laughs> or my bucket will. My bucket might come up with a suggestion. Um. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> the questionnaire. No. Good evening, nerds. As I was listening to Ozzy Osbourne's album "Diary of a Madman" earlier today, a question came to my mind, and I know how much y'all like questions, so here it is: Is rock and roll dead? I have plenty of my own thoughts on this subject, but this is your show, not mine. Still, if you want my thoughts for some reason, here are some of them. Track three on the aforementioned album is called You Can't Kill Rock and Roll, and I think it's going to take more to convince me than because Ozzy said so. (laughs) (laughs) Rock started as a musical form of rebellion. It was always meant to be outrageous and offensive, a metaphorical middle finger in the face of society. Even the phrase rock and roll was an African-American slang term for sex, If you think that would ruffle some feathers today, imagine what it would have been like in the 40s and 50s. But gradually, the record industry figured out how to turn outrage into profit. Rock became even more commercialized, just like jazz before it. What was once the favorite cultural boogeyman of one generation became the familiar elevator music of the next. 
On the front lines, the music tried to evolve to stay ahead of the trend. But that's how we got punk and metal and other more extreme branches of the tree of rock. But inevitably, society gets desensitized to the offensiveness of it, and it gets either forgotten or assimilated into the, quote, classic rock, unquote, Borg. What do y'all think is the music of Rebellion today? Hmm. I love reading his email so much. Yeah, this is a great question. That He's so articulated and yes. never, ever have I ever seen a, 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 a mistype, a <laughs> anything. Like, he, he you, you know he proofreads, proofreads, proofreads. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I can't proofread my own words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> this is why I like watching. Enjoy. Whoa. Fuck. <laughs> well, let's dive into this question. Mr. Rosin, you have melted my brain of how good your emails oh, are articulated man. and written to me. Okay. So, is rock and roll dead? Ooh. No. This is a really good question, though. But like, is, is that's the my original, immediate answer? Is the original, but is the spirit of rock and roll passed on out of rock and roll? Because like he has a point, right? Okay, the whole point of okay. rock and roll was to push the norms, to question society, to push society out of what it was, and to rebel against it. I so is rock and roll still doing that? Because I don't, I don't think it is. Like rock and roll is is popular. Even even more extreme yeah. versions of screamo and hard metal and things like death metal and things like that are El- still. Well, Elvis is considered rock. Yes, because he was challenging the norms at the time, right? Like it, it, it and, he, and his style is is more in the realm of rock and roll and like that kind of thing. But like Almost. you get the idea, right? It's like an interesting He's mix very... of I don't bluesy and gospel and rock and roll at the same time. It, it, but again, that was kind of his upbringing, what he was. But because because when I think rock, right, I'm thinking when I'm thinking rock, I'm thinking like you drop D and you go, you know, um, you know those those yeah. those harder notes. But when we're talking like. Elvis rock we're going more almost bluesy like yeah Like, like that's more or less what I'm imagining. Yeah. Of like older rock, it's almost that bluesy, jazzy. Yeah. Vibe. No, I totally get you, and I, and I understand. Like, like I said, he he kind of fits into like a weird bluesy rock mix that is is very Elvis, and he's it's very only Elvis. Like very few artists that haven't been copying Elvis have really managed to hit that stride. Yeah. Um, but. Is rock is the the spirit of rock still within the genre of rock and roll? And I would I would agree with Brosnan. I don't think it is. I don't think the original intention or the original like 
purpose behind rock and roll still sits within rock and roll. You don't think that spirit has just evolved into something different? Because here's the thing. If it was made originally to be a a middle finger to society, right? Yeah. Well, when people change and society changes, your motives and what you do start changing as well. So in that sense... Perhaps the spirit of rock and roll is not dead, is just evolved to fit what we are rebelling against in society today. So here's here I didn't say it was dead. I don't think it's dead. I don't think it sits in the genre of rock and roll anymore. The the rock and roll as it as a title genre doesn't have that same spirit anymore. It's still good music and it still has a lot of like I still think there's a lot of artists that have good rock and roll music, but it's kind of faded out of that where at least growing like growing up for me right so elvis was the the like button pusher of his decade right then we go or two decades or whatever it was that he was really pushing that envelope i think pop punk kind of took that role for a period of time Yes. And things like um I think Green I th- Day. Yeah. Yeah, I know? think I think the original rock and roll, the spirit of the rebellionness in rock and roll evolved into a pop punk. Yeah. I don't think that that's the case anymore. I think pop I don't punk think so has either. I think pop punk has now turned into emo. It, it is taken on a more emotional I'm depressed. <laughs> so, but it's still a form of expression, but it's not a a a expression of rebellion, it's an expression of I, I don't agree. like the so what situations is, I'm in. What is pushing the envelope <clears throat> now? Um, whatever this wave of TikTok music that is coming at us, that <laughs> style. Yeah, no, I, I agree with I you. I think it's kind of that pop. It goes back and forth because it would be considered rap. A lot, a of, lot it. of it is is in but that also, mix. But it's like a rap yeah. pop. It's a it's a it's it's. Honestly, I I feel like. It's weird because TikTok music, if you if anyone who's like on TikTok and, and engages with TikTok mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. things like that, when you say TikTok music, you know exactly what we're talking there's about. There's a vibe and I can't explain I, it. I don't know what it is either. And it's people But, but we artists, know it. There's artists who are You just knew exactly playing. what I, I was did. talking about. I did. And I listened to many TikTok artists. Yeah. And and I listen to these these musicians who are on TikTok who advertise and use TikTok to gain their medium, and it's just I love their music. And it's a mix of rap, pop, soft, bittersweet music. Yeah. I, I mean, um. But I think I, I, she's technically not TikTok, but Olivia Rodrigo's "Good for You." Okay. <clears throat> I it, it it was at least very popular on TikTok, but we have a lot of other. TikTok artists that have taken older music and turned it into their own version. Yeah. I I think it's I think part of the reason why we're seeing it and why TikTok music one has its own genre and two has its like this this button pusher or 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 norm pushing is because most of them don't have a label. Mad at Disney, Disney. You know that song, right? Uh, I think so. They yeah. tricked me, tricked yeah. me, got me wishing on a shooting mm-hmm. star. Yeah. No, I. But I think that because they don't have a label, right? They're not being told what to produce. God, that was everything that rock and roll. The was. spirit of rock and roll. Exactly. Was. Holy shit. Exactly. Holy shit. See. Yeah. It was. It was completely opposite from what. 
what was being told you should produce. I knew this, but not really. Like, like I'm coming to that full. I think we're, we both come to this full realization of like it, it may not be like in your face. Oh my gosh, go die rebellion! But it is. We there is a rebellion yeah. against a, a, a toxic relationships. Yeah, there's a rebellion against what culture wants us to be. Yeah, I, I think and those expectations. are and expectations. Those are the two biggest ones that we hear. In quote TikTok music, and yet there are so much TikTok music that is going viral because people want yeah. to hear it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of artists that pave that way though for them. You know, I think there are too. I, I, I think that that's that's. <clears throat> I think that makes sense. I think Twenty One Pilots is a big one. I think Green Day is a big one. Yeah, I think um, at least some of it. Honestly, Machine Gun Kelly going from rap to pop and having okay. that in between pop punk. Um, genre that he kind of started playing with and is kind of in now um is really cool that's why i like machine gun kelly so much um halsey made way for a lot of different styles yeah oh gosh juice world was a big one juice world was huge when it came to emo rap um yeah freaking panic brendan yuri yeah i i think there's those artists are the the equivalent of well, I mentioned, uh, who paved the way I mean, for I mentioned Green how music Day. is now. I mentioned Green Day earlier and yeah. how much they were pushing. And I think they took that like spirit of pushing the envelope and challenging norms. Don't want to be an American idiot. Yeah. Like they took that and, and kind of ran with it. And I think that TikTok music and artists are now doing that. Now, I actually saw a video recently on TikTok where somebody was like, I saw the video and in yeah, the video, yeah. the guy was standing there and they had the words that like posted up on the screen. He's like, yeah, this is my song. I tried to sign with a label and they didn't want it. So I released it on my own and now it's got XYZ million millions and whatever. And it's like, yeah. Streams. So it's like, the, these are the people who are being told no by society, yeah. by normal standards. We have found ways to get our voice out there that we exactly. didn't have before. But now people are able to do things on their own, release on their own, and do something, you know, put it on Spotify, we're, put it on TikTok, we're, put it out on yeah, YouTube. We're in an age where we can finally start standing for what we feel and what we believe in and actually yeah. be able to get it out there. We have platforms. YouTube was a big one to be able to do that on. Uh, and then musically came out, got bought out by TikTok, And now TikTok has evolved into what we're seeing as today, where people are getting their five minutes of fame and being able to get out what they need. I, I, my wife watches videos on TikTok that help her with parenting she she yeah. she watches a lot of moms on TikTok of twins of kids with um um deformities or defects or or uh, moms of teenagers and she gets to watch them and see how they go about through their day and tips and stuff. I see music all the time. I see arts and crafts and welding and carpentry and and hobbies that I never even heard of. <laughs> People who want yeah. to be a model that can't go model are modeling on TikTok. Yeah. And they're they're getting the views and they're getting the money to them because of that. Because yeah. of it's it's really the blessing and curse of TikTok. Yeah. I mean it's opening the door for so many opportunities and so many things like I found Twitch streamers that I really enjoy watching yeah. from TikTok and, and things like that, where it's like people are just engaging in what they want to do, what they're trying to do and challenging the norms of like, 
It's basically telling society, I don't care what your expectations are. F you, F this life. Like, I'm going to do what I what I want to do or what I like doing. And people respond to that. And people respond to, as long as you are an entertaining and, like, good person. Or, like, as long as you're trying, people see that. And they respond to that. And they're going to latch onto that, too. And I think that that's the same thing with, yeah. with whatever. So, yeah. That being said, there's a lot of toxicity on TikTok as well. There is. And it, the anyway, but, like... That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying that <laughs> not nothing's perfect. Nobody's perfect. TikTok's not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But I think that that would be answer. Like like that would be my answer to this question. Is is I think that TikTok music as as kind of this weird genre, which is kind of weird to say it as like TikTok music as a mm-hmm, genre. But mm-hmm. I, we both agree like that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Game master, game what? master questionnaire, game ga- okay. ga- nerd master. Keep thinking. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll, no, I mean, your choice. Your choice. Da-da. Oh, yes, yes. Here we go. Here we go. Da-da-da-da-da. Welcome to Richard's Bag of Holding. Yay. Let's see what's inside. Let's open it up and find out what is inside. It's Richard's Bag of Holding. What's got in store today? It's Richard's Bag of Holding. Oh. On a Thursday. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I have a little bit different. It is or not is not D and D related at all, actually. Whoa! Uh, but I thought it would kind of still fit within the same bag of holding. I don't necessarily know if I need a new bit for this, but if you if you guys think okay. of a name, okay, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. But um, yeah, so I have three anime names. Oh no! And you have to guess which one that I made up. Yes. <laughs> Do you have more than just one, or is it just the three? I have, I have these three. Okay. So, all right, all right. This, this one will have three. I don't want to take too long. I know, I know. But, I'm excited now. I want so many. Okay. But I'll have more of these because these are really yes, good. yes, now, yes, yes, yes. Keep in mind, for the people at home who don't watch anime, <laughs> two out of the three of these are very real anime titles. <laughs> Here's the problem: if I know two of them. You're screwed. I know. Okay, here we go. I know. I don't think you know these. I don't know if you do or not. But we'll see. We'll see. I've seen a lot of anime I titles. I have two. I have two. Science fell in love, so I tried to prove it. Okay. Dead gubbit. I haven't heard of that one. Terrible, awful, no good loser becomes the world's best. Shit. World end. What do you do at the end of the world? Are you busy? Will you save us? Those are the three anime titles. Okay, there's one that sounds obvious to me. There's one that sounds obvious to me, but I'm scared that it's wrong. I haven't heard of any of these. I have fallen so deep down the anime rabbit hole. Okay, give me give me the three titles again. Okay. We have Science Fell in Love, so I tried to prove it. That one's real. Terrible, awful, no good loser becomes the world's best. World end. What will you do at the end of the world? Are you busy? Will you save us? I'm, I'm stuck between those last two. That first one is sounds like the perfect anime title. I'm going to go with the last one. I think the last one's made up. It sounds, it, it sounds way too convoluted to be real. <laughs> the last one is real. No! Yes, I pulled no! this off of, Yeah. 
It Yo! is a real anime. Are you I, serious? I made, I made up terrible, awful, no good loser becomes the world's best. That was so good. <laughs> that one's so good. <laughs> like, it's a whole genre, I swear. I mean, it's not written down as a genre, but that is a whole whole section Holy of, crap. of anime. But yeah, no, I made that one up. That was me. Good. <laughs> I applaud you, sir. That was good. Thank you. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, the first one, uh, science fell in love, so I tried to prove it. Yo. I started watching it, and it is so good. Really? It is the one of the most adorable, like, love story animes ever, because you have these two, like, they're in college to be, like, statisticians, where they're, like, studying numbers and trying to prove everything in the world with numbers. Scientists. They're scientists. And they're falling in love. And, and one of them, at the very beginning of the first episode, is like, I think I'm in love with you. And then the whole episode, they're trying to prove quantitatively that she is in love with the the other guy. Oh, that's awesome. And he's obviously in love with her, but he's trying to prove it because he's so biased on numbers and facts and and science. Like, I am in love with you as well, but I have to prove that you're in love with me before I let my feelings start playing. They do an entire, (laughs) it's so funny, they do an entire experiment on that's beautiful on the wall slam where somebody like slams their wall hand up against the wall in front of the person you know like slams the person up against the wall yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. like that whole trope or whatever and like yeah. the whole like heart rate they're measuring the heart oh, rate wow. and trying to measure whether they actually like <laughs> the heart palpitations yeah this oh my whole gosh. thing and it's so adorable that's they, awesome they're just trying so hard to prove it but they are obviously in love with each other and it's that's freaking adorable is that the whole show them trying to prove to each other yeah that they're in love with each I'm other like four episodes in yeah that's the whole show Ooh, that is awesome and it's like there, there's awesome. other characters that try to jump in and talk about it and it's just <laughs> the most adorable thing in do, the is there world. do they have like that friend that knows nothing about science and tries to explain it but he's so, just so blonde no they have a they have a, a person who is a scientist who like fell in love with numbers and math and, and science, um, but is mo- is way more normal. It's like the normal person. It's like if, if a normal person just went into science, right? Yeah. And so she jumps in and it's just like, you guys are idiots. What are you doing? <laughs> like, it was so funny. Awesome. Like she's over there like pushes them to just do normal stuff because the rest of them are just like everyone else in the office everyone else in this lab is just so oh out gosh. there they have their like lead of the of the lab who just like sleeps all the time in the office but then just like sits up and is and puts her nose into everything messes like messes everything up at one point like tells them hey you need to have uh because they're like having cl- contact like they're touching their head or whatever and uh, watching the, again, heart monitor and, like, watching the reaction happen. And she's like, but wait, do you have a control? And, like, has, like, <laughs> makes it so that he then, the the male person touches every other girl's head in the office just to prove whether or not it's all <laughs> girls or just the main character. Wow. And it's so funny. And it just, like, crashes again. Like, goes back to sleep as soon as she co- throws a wrench in the program. And it's so funny. Good it lord. It's so hilarious and adorable. And, like, it's so, so sweet. And uh, it is, it's genuinely 
a really good anime and you should definitely check it out if you haven't I don't know about the other one I haven't watched it I'm going to because it looks really funny now um, but it's really good wow yeah that's cool so that's cool anyway that that again <laughs> is science I fell in love so I tried to prove it science fell in love so I tried to prove it that's awesome uh well that was that was my bit <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today. We really appreciate you guys sitting down and listening to us. Um, Shout out, honestly, again to Shell. They have been giving me commentaries constantly while listening. (laughs) Yes. It's honestly been really cool to hear your feedback and hear stuff that you've been saying because it's it's great. So keep sending those in. Keep sending questions. If you guys have any questions... Please send them to us at our email, talk to the nerd at gmail.com. That is talk the number two, the nerd at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We need your questions, your queries, your accusations of treason. Or send them to us on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram. DM us. Slide into them DMs. Um, what's some of the other ones? YouTube. Uh, we won't see it. <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, not see I, it. I will make I will make Wolf go and you go, go in We will it. have a P.O. box one day eventually, and I'll give you that. And then you can send us letters <laughs> or gift cards or mac and cheese. Right. <laughs> right. No, the last thing that Shell said here, uh, they were commenting um, how I asked M on the uh, the Game Night episode. When you think of milk, what's your first thought? Uh, 1%? No. Cows? Yes. Thank you, Your Honor. <laughs> Um. Yeah. And then they also said, "Are you doing teat squeeze motions? Please tell me you did the oh, squeeze no. motions. Why else would you need your hands free, sir?" <laughs> and then uh, they completely lost it when I said, "Where is the titty on an almond?" <laughs> did Richard just say, "Would you put tea in your milk?" <laughs> Yes, and I did uh, English breakfast tea. There, there. Well, actually, yeah, it's very common in England to have. I still think uh, almond milk should be called almond tea. Like, uh, it's. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it makes sense to call it almond tea. But okay. Last thing here, a little last bit of housekeeping is go check out our Patreon. We yes, would love please, for you guys to support do, the guys. show. We want to be able to do more in the future. Um, we actually kind of have a preview of what we're wanting to do in the future coming out next month. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Please keep an ear out for it. Um, but yeah, we got lots of stuff down the road that we're trying to do. We want to do. We're excited to do. Mm-hmm, I really mm-hmm. hope you guys enjoy it because it really is. I hope you enjoy what we're doing. And we thank you so much for, for yes. all of the comments and support and yeah. love. You guys are absolutely wonderful. Here's the 25 more episodes starting with this one (laughs) (laughs) yes all right cool well yeah yeah. i mean there's nothing much to say after after all that after after i don't know why are you finding an accent now you can't lose it no yeah you found it no 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 you found it you gotta sign off you gotta sign off it's it's just like new jersey the new jersey accent on the new york and the eastern hemisphere (laughs) there (laughs) i start talking like oh shit (laughs) End the episode. End it quick. As Cut always, my name is Ryan Hall. <laughs> and my name is Richard Lasco. Come back next time and you too can talk to the nerd. Bye-bye.